successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get out of Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM. And if you're listening on podcast, we appreciate it if you're joining on iTunes. Uh, or if you're on the website, GrillNationShow.com. Thanks for uh Checking out the website and listening to our shows. Before we get to today's special guest, I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Our title sponsors are Trust, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Companies. Contributors of the Grill Nation show include the KCADC, uh, Kansas City Area Development Council. Thank you, Tim Cowden. Port KC, John Stevens comes on once in a while and talks about current events. And Brian Sarr from True Wealth and Company, guest host and on-air contributor. On today's show, uh, we are going to be talking all about Kansas City a Convention and a tourism business and also get to know the president and CEO of Visit KC. The website is visitkc.com. I'm joined today by Jason Fulvey and Derek Kloss. Uh, Jason Fulvey is president and CEO, and Derek is a, a longtime Kansas City and director of communications at Visit KC. Welcome to the show, to both of you, and it's great to have you. Thank you, Jason. Great thanks to, for having great to see you. Yeah, thanks for coming in today. Um, let's start off at the top, Jason. Yeah. Okay, so you are a uh, not originally from Kansas City. I'm Tell not. us about your background and, and where you grew up at. I want to get to know you. Born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I have to remember to say Pennsylvania because right. you have another Pittsburgh here. Sure. Spelled incorrectly. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, born and raised in Pittsburgh. Um, let's get the monkey out on the table right away. Yes, I am a Steelers fan. Okay, good. The Chiefs are my number two team. Right. Yeah. So I'm seeing a therapist. I'm working through that. That's fair. We're going to get fair. there. Right? You're up there. You're, you, yeah. you're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I sat here and told you that I was going to change allegiance, you'd call me a liar anyway. Right. right. Yeah. You got, you got to roof your team. Right. Right. So uh, born and raised there, uh, spent about 16 years in hotels, uh, working my way up through operations and, and uh, just about every job they threw at me. So you kind of always envisioned yourself. I noticed you went to college and, and had kind of a background in this type of field beforehand. I did. You know? Yeah. I'm you one kind of envisioned you wanted to do this. I'm one of those enigmas that is actually in the business that I went to school for. Okay. Right? That's very so, few of us. <laughs> yeah. Derek might be. I definitely am not. But, uh. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I just had a, a passion for hospitality. Uh, it was probably growing up in a big Italian family. Mm-hmm. And That's something we have in common. I'm half Italian, though. All right. So my mom's 100%. Okay. My dad is zero, so he... Uh, He's zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. So you, that. you got used yeah. to the hospitality. You got used to the, yeah. the, the the interacting with people. Of right. course, they probably were very... Uh, they used their hands a lot, right, and talk, talk a lot and joke a lot. And Absolutely. Usually when I go to a, a hotel or to a restaurant, I want to feel like I'm being welcomed. And right. Same kind of thing. Right. And I've always taken that approach, right, uh, in the hospitality industry. We, we welcome people into our homes. We welcome them into our hotels. We welcome them into our community, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we all, sometimes we forget that hospitable is part of being hosp- in the hospitality industry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we right. lose sight of that. 
Um, but it's uh, it's a pretty good gig. And then, you know, after uh, the hotel thing, I the running joke in Pittsburgh was I ran out of hotels to work in. So then I went to work for the tourism agency in Pittsburgh, and I spent almost 17 years there. Quite a long time. Yeah. I f- so for people in your industry, at least, I feel it like, is, I yeah. feel like you know, you see people move from different cities to different cities, but you really put in a lot of time in your hometown. I did. I did. Um, you know, I saw that city develop from the crash of the steel industry mm-hmm. and reinvent itself time and time again, and uh, which kind of, you know, made this opportunity very attractive to me because it was very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at Kansas City very similarly to Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, you know, that. I do too. I do too. If, uh, a lot of people probably haven't been to Pittsburgh. Um, they probably have their, their stereotypes, preconceived notions, but I, I went there a handful of times. I thought it was extremely cool. The downtown is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I love the bridges. I love the stadiums down there. I love the little markets kind of down there in that general area. I mean, obviously I had the, I had the sandwich with French fries on it, Primanis or Primanis. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I mean, I did the whole, the deal. I mean, you kind of have more of the, the, the buildings are closer together there yeah. than they are here downtown. Density. But I love the uh, I love the look and the feel. Yeah. I mean, if you took a picture from above on an airplane, I mean, it's it's a beautiful uh, beautiful downtown. It really is. And and people had some bad perceptions about Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I told them I was coming out to Kansas City, everybody was talking about cows walking down Main mm-hmm. Street, mm-hmm. tumbleweeds, and cornfields. I haven't, I haven't seen any of that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I think that's uh, that's the one thing that we need to work on here most of all is the perception mm-hmm. of this destination. So you had, had you ever had any time in the Midwest or just, I, I yeah. guess where we consider Pittsburgh? I mean, what is it? Is it East coast? Is it, is it, is it Rust Belt? What are they? What yeah, is it's it? kind what of the stepchild, right? It's, it's East coast, <laughs> but it's, it's Midwest. It feels right? very East coast. Yeah. When you're there. It, it has a, an East coast feel, but a Midwest mentality. Okay. Right. Um, and that was also comforting to me coming here. Um, mm-hmm getting the true feel of what mid Midwest hospitality feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was somewhat similar to Pittsburgh. So you got recruited to come here. I you did went through the process, the hiring process. Um, yeah. What was that like? I mean, you were at in Pittsburgh for almost 17 years of this last job. Yeah. Doing all kinds of different stuff. What was that like? And what was that step like? Well, you know, I, I was here about 13 years ago and, okay, so uh, that would put us about 2000. What is that? 2006. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, right, so right I was actually here crash. trying to sell. <laughs> there's nothing downtown. Okay, yeah. I, I know those days well. Yeah. I was uh, trying to convince uh, Vanessa at the VFW to bring her convention to Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. And I was successful, by the way. Um, but I left here thinking, um, well, check the box. I really don't need to go back. Oh, yeah. For uh, sure. So when the call came, and, um, and it, for all those gentlemen out there who are recently married or getting married, I'm going to give you a little tip on a rookie mistake that I made. I told my wife the house that we had just bought a year and a half ago was the last house we were ever going to live in. <laughs> we were going to retire in this house, right? You yeah. jinxed yourself. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, uh, so I told my wife, I said, you know, these people call me. I'm going to go out and see what they've got to say, and I'll be back tomorrow. Don't worry about it. We're not going to Kansas City. It's not happening. Yeah. And I called her that night, and I said, hey, um, they want me to come back out for round two, and you probably want to come with me. Mm-hmm. And then she told me that we were never going to sell this house, <laughs> which we did. We ended up selling the house. You did, but, yeah. So yeah, so, so she I, brought her out, and she was impressed. And yeah, and she's in the industry as well. She's mm-hmm. in the hotel industry. So we looked at it from very similar lenses, mm-hmm. looking at it from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, 
know, what we were blown away with was the hospitality that we experienced from the minute we got off that plane. What time of year did you come here? What, what? Uh, that was July. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pretty hot and summertime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. hot and steamy in July. Well, I'm glad you came in and not in uh, January. Yeah. <laughs> the worst month to live here. Well, you all lied to me. <laughs> You, you, everybody told me that I was going to love the winters here. Oh yeah, you saw the worst one, the worst one yeah. in yeah. years. I mean, I'm a new owner. It, it was the worst one in years. So yeah. it, it'll get better. We I had, didn't, we had I didn't own a really snowblower in Pittsburgh. Oh, I own well. one now. Okay, good. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So you're buying things in Kansas City already. Yeah. Uh, Jason Fulvey is with me today, President and CEO of Visit KC. Also joined by Derek Kloss, who's the Director of Communications for Visit KC. Great organization here in Kansas City. After the break, I want to. I want to continue on this road. I also want to talk a little bit about what Visit KC does and uh, kind of talk about, you know, what is the ROI of the convention and tourism world? What is the impact it has? And, and how is how is this all funded? And, and, you know, what types of things are happening as we speak here in the Kansas City region? Uh, you're listening to the Grill Nation Show. Thanks for joining us again today on 980 AM. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Jason Grill, 980 AM, also on iTunes and on grillnationshow.com. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. Joined today by Jason Fulvey, who's the president and CEO of Visit KC, uh, and also today by Derek Kloss, director of communications of Visit KC. What is Visit KC, Jason? Give us a uh, description of, of what we do here at Visit KC. I know that it's uh, we see the logo, we see the, the branding everywhere, but tell us what you guys do. When you really break it down to its bare bones, mm-hmm. we're a sales marketing agency, right? So our job is to drive hospitality and tourism business into this community, mm-hmm. whether that's from leisure travel or meetings and conventions. Um, and that's really the nuts and bolts of it. So we don't own anything. Um, we don't own any brick and mortar. All of the things that we sell and market, are all, those are our assets and those are our partners. So the hotels, the attractions, the restaurants. Everything that this community has been built on is what we go out, and we just have the pleasure of going out and, and selling that to the world. Derek, you've been there for quite a while now, right? How many years have you been at Visit KC? 13 years 13 last years. Week. So, uh, so just briefly tell us kind of about how everything has evolved. I know there's 45 mm-hmm. people or more that work mm-hmm. there now. You have a board. Uh, you are, guys are funded uh, through different mechanisms. But at the end of the day, you are trying to drive economic development and tourism, more so tourism and convention business to Kansas That's City. exactly right. So we're contracted by the city on an annual basis to mm-hmm. do the sales and marketing, just like Jason was mentioning. Mm-hmm. And we do that by providing an, uh, a great quality of life through the economic, economic development. So everyone staying in the hotels and yielding that room tax, everyone dining in our restaurants in the Power and Light District, taking those cab fares, all of that is is contributing to a greater quality of life here in Kansas City. And it, it adds up. It's about a $5.1 billion industry locally, uh, employing about 48,000 people on the front lines of tourism. Uh, but to answer your question, I, starting there in 2006 and now all the way to 2019, Growing up next to the city, which I like to characterize it as, it, it's been sensational. I, I lived downtown when Power and Light was just beginning to open and uh, concepted to be the solution for, for keeping Big 12 here uh, indefinitely. Now it has changed completely when you, you add in things such as the streetcar, the Performing Arts Center, 
all the downtown businesses and hotels that have sprouted up around the streetcar. It's been a, a tremendous transformation, and it's exciting to see Kansas City in its its moment in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. It definitely is, and there's all kinds of great information at your website. Visit KC dot com. Uh, you mentioned a lot of figures there. Let's talk about the uh, the convention industry and the return on investment. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's so much competition out there, right? To to get these types of conventions, tell us about why they're still important to Kansas City. Because I think there's a lot of people out there, the naysayers, that'll say, you know, this is a, this is prehistoric or this is past its time. Uh, mm-hmm. Conventions, we, you know, why are they still important, and why are they things that we need to be shooting for in our local market? Because I I see the value. A lot of people might say, with technology and the way of the future, it's not as important as it used to be. You know. 15, 20 years ago, the hospitality industry talked about how virtual meetings was going to take over the scene. Mm-hmm. Hasn't come, right? Mm-hmm. People still need to meet. And you, there's still a lot of value to getting groups of people together to talk about uh, events and um, things that they want to change in this world. Uh, you know, with this, uh, the group that we just had in this week, Destination mm-hmm. Imagination. Yeah, what was that like? 17,000 17, people. 17,000 people ascended on our community. And wow. these are bright young kids in STEM education, STEM uh, um, research. And, I mean, these kids are really just looking for that next opportunity to mm-hmm. change the world, right? And you can't do that virtually. Mm-hmm. These kids have to come together. They have to have their competitions in a single location. And that particular group spent uh, all of their time up until this year on a college campus. And this was the first city mm. that they moved to. And wow. what a great opportunity to show off to the world right. this amazing destination, what's happened here. So that was 17,000 people. Mm-hmm. What's kind of the average number of, for a convention that you guys strive for to get to Kansas City? Yeah, and I, that's because, a moving target right now, Yeah, right? Because of all the new assets that we have with the new hotels. So mm-hmm. now our benchmark is going to be much higher. Mm-hmm. But we're shooting for those those big groups for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we also deal with small groups that are just in single hotel pieces of business. We're, our job is to try to help fill all of those hotels and the restaurants as, as to the best of our ability. Well, I lived downtown for about three years, um, very more recent than, than Derek when he was mentioned prehistoric uh, downtown. <laughs> but uh, I, I lived downtown, and I, did, I was amazed at how many different conventions there were on a, you know, a weekly basis. And I live kind of right in the heart of everything. Jason, there's an association for absolutely everything you can Yes, there is. Bottle caps. And they all have a lobbyist, and, right? Yeah. yeah, they do. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So but it, it, are, there's things happening almost every week, it seems like, as far as – different mixes of people from all over the country. You can tell because they have all their badges on. Yeah. You're going to Constantino's, you you see, oh, all these people here from, oh, they're from Ohio, they're from Texas. I mean, it, it's happening. And I think unless you live kind of in that central area or work downtown, you kind of even see it. You don't right. even realize it, right. but it's happening. It's still happening, and it's it's growing. And now we have more hotels coming on, like we'll get into in a little bit. Right. But, you know, it is happening still. Well, if you think about how many visitors we have on a, on a daily basis, what's the number, 20? 25 million each year. All right. Wow. So you you do some math on that. You're talking probably roughly 17 to 18,000 people. So it'd be like a DI a day, every right? day. Could you imagine if we didn't have those 17, 18,000 people staying in our hotels, mm-hmm. eating at our restaurants, going to our, our local bars? Do you think that they would be able to survive on their own? No. Probably not. No. Right? So that 
that kind of puts it at grassroots level and how, how you can imagine um, the the ripple effect of the economic impact on that, mm-hmm. right? Um, when you travel, mm-hmm. I'm sure that you don't just go to the hotel, eat no. in a restaurant in the hotel, and no. just sit there, look out the window, right? right, right. You're going to go to attractions. You're going to go to restaurants. You're going to go to bars. You're going to go to buy lottery tickets, get your shoes shine, mm-hmm. get do anything, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. So it's there's a halo effect. It's not just the direct economic impact, and that's what we talk about. Mm-hmm. When we throw out economic impact numbers, that's direct. We can count that. But there's a ripple effect, the halo effect, mm-hmm. that people will spend money while they're in the community. Yeah, they will. Yeah. So you guys visit KC. Give me the kind of the geographic area. It's just Kansas City, Missouri, correct? KC, Mo. Okay. So um, and most of it is, is downtown corridor, mm-hmm. correct? And we are a bi-state organization, so okay. we represent both sides of the state lines. So yep. It's a five-county jurisdiction. Uh, we work really closely with our partners at Visit KCK, Visit Overland Park. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have to do that, right? And that's one of the things that well, we... Well, yeah, because it, for many years we didn't have mm-hmm. enough amenities right. in the Correct. city, right? Right. And um, speaking of which, you have a convention hotel that's being built. When is yeah. that supposed to be finished? Do we know? Uh, next spring. Mm-hmm. Next spring. Okay, so 2020. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the big kind of driver to get conventions here, right? Right. Now we've seen more boutique hotels popping up and whatnot, mm-hmm. but sure. that will make a big difference for you guys, won't it? It will. It will. Because that's a demand driver. Mm-hmm. People now. We've been will... working on that, by the way, since I was a young attorney and legislator. <laughs> I remember my law firm was trying to get that done. How many years? There were so many. It was like 2006, 7, 8, 9. I mean, just, just so you know, couldn't get it done. I've been working on that for 18 years in Pittsburgh before I left, and we still don't have it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, so it's that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, two real c- critical pieces for us is that hotel and that new airport. Mm-hmm. Because those are game changers. Those are demand drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, the other hotels that we have being built are great products, and they're very welcome. But they don't drive the demand, right? People aren't, uh, and as wonderful as a, a Marriott Courtyard is, people don't travel to Kansas City because they want to go see the Marriott Courtyard. They're going to use it while they're here. But the lows, people are going to look at that and go, I can now hold my convention there. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. It is I, important. I yeah. mean, I've done events with clients mm-hmm. throughout the country, and we've done planning and whatnot. And the hotel is important nowadays. It is. Just the logistics. Like, if you mm-hmm. have a big group, I mean, you're, you're trying to shuttle people all around and get to different spots. It's yeah. not easy. And so if yeah, everyone's and located in one place. When you, when you start getting into shuttling people yeah. around hotels, it gets incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it can very easily be uh, 150 to $250,000 for a group pay for transportation costs. Well, if you can narrow that footprint and bring people closer to the convention center and use those hotels right there where they can walk to, mm-hmm. that makes all the difference in the world. Jason Fovey and Derek Kloss are with me today on the Grill Nation show. Talk to me about kind of this process. Like, I mean, how do you guys, I mean, Kansas City, thanks to the work that Derek's done and other folks in your organization has a better image than it had. Um, so it's maybe easier to walk in and explain to someone what we're doing here than mm-hmm. it was 10 years ago. But sure. what's that process like? I mean, I know there's all kinds of tour, trade shows and whatnot, but mm-hmm. how do they kick the tires on Kansas City? Yeah, so we actually uh, we spend some resources to get people in here to kick the tires. Mm-hmm. So we call them site visits or fam tours, where we'll bring in prospective customers to take a little peek under the hood. Mm-hmm. And that's our best sales tool, mm-hmm. really. I mean, we can put out the most beautiful pictures and videos all we want, Everybody else has them too. But until somebody walks through the gate and they have that who knew moment, right? They're standing at, at the corner where power and light is and they're looking around going, 
oh my gosh, who knew that Kansas City had this much going on? Mm-hmm. That's when the light bulb, go, light bulb goes off mm-hmm. and people change perceptions. And then they go back and they tell more people and then the word starts spreading. Mm-hmm. So we need to do more of that. We need to get more people through the gate and take a look. Yeah, Derek, and you guys are funded by different organizations and how does that all work? Yeah, I, I think Jason would best speak to that okay. actually. Yeah, so yeah, give us the quick, quick give us the yeah, quick uh, talk got forty seconds. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's really the majority of our our funding comes from a portion of the hotel tax, but okay. then we also have a partnership team that goes out and sells sponsorships, pa- uh, partnerships. We get a little bit of grant money from the state, but not much. Is that the norm for most of these organizations? For the most part, there's some other intricacies that people have throughout the country, but for the most part, that's kind of the base. Mm-hmm. And so, more funding the better, right? For what you guys are trying to do, sell Kansas City without a doubt. Yeah. Right. So uh, my analogy is, is that if you have a hundred seat restaurant, you triple its size. Can you manage that restaurant with the same staff? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Well, our restaurant grew, right? We mm-hmm. have all these new mouths to feed, all these new hotels, all these wonderful assets. We need to put more marketing and sales efforts behind that to make them successful. We didn't just build them to build them. Mm-hmm. We built them for longevity. Got it. We got to put some investment into them. Jason Fulvey, Derek Kloss are with me from Visit KC. We'll be right back after the break. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. Thanks for listening on 980 AM and on iTunes if you're listening on podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com, where I'll post photos of our guests today as well as uh, a podcast of this show after it airs. So you can listen to it down the road. I appreciate you listening each and every week. I'm joined by Jason Fulvey, uh, who is the president and CEO of Visit KC, and Derek Kloss, who's director of communications for Visit KC. The website is visitkc.com. Tons of great information about Kansas City and about all the things happening here. I mean, you guys really have a really good website, and there's just so many good assets there uh, to sell Kansas City, which is exciting as a lifelong Kansas City. We talked about a convention you just had of 17,000. Um, what are come some of the conventions or promotions coming up that you're excited about? I know Derek and I talked about uh, Tap Tour, KC Restaurant Week in 2020. Talk to us about some of the things that you guys are excited about, and then potentially some conventions that we'll be hearing about maybe down the road that are kind of exciting to have here in Kansas City. Well, I mean, for me, it's this is going to be my first uh, season of the festivals, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, I caught the tail end of that when I came in September of last year. And my wife and I were blown away that it seemed like every weekend there was mm-hmm. something going on. Uh, so I'm excited to see uh, some of those and experience those. Mm-hmm. Um Excited about my first uh, full season of Sporting KC. Yeah, right. Uh, so I'm all in on uh, on Sporting KC. So you saw you saw the Chiefs run last year, then, right? I did mm-hmm. okay, good. Yeah, that was yeah, nice. It was okay, awesome. Good timing, even though you're a number two team, but yeah, yeah. it's okay. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> you missed the Royals World Series runs. Yeah, very similar to Pittsburgh for many years. Made yeah, I'm used to I'm used to uh, rough baseball seasons. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, we had some really good ones here, and that really actually helped us with marketing and sales, obviously, yeah, and those visuals. Um, but you're going to be doing all of that. And yeah. then, uh, Derek, you guys have KC Restaurant Week every year. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes. I know many people um, have done it. Ten days and two weekends in uh, January, getting everyone out of their rut, experiencing some new things. Uh, it's a really cool promotion because you're able to experience some top-tier dining destinations at a really great value. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll all be – we're about to make an announcement of the 2020 dates and the charity 
Uh, so stay tuned for that more information. And what about Tap Tour? What is that? Uh, so KC Tap Tour is now in its third season at Visit KC, and that's our, our beer passport program. Mm-hmm. So essentially you can get around the region and experience 23 breweries and get some really good deals at each one. All along the yeah, way, you you're know, earning points funny. and rewards. You don't even have to go very far. I was in the East Crossroads no, the other no. night for a uh, business journal event, and uh, I hadn't been to three or four of those places in yeah. the East Crossroads. Now, that area has popped up probably in the last five years. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. They were all packed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That must be some of your convention folks, yeah. tourism folks, yeah. not mm-hmm. just people that live in Kansas City. Yeah, it's a good mix. It's very cool. Um, okay, so major sporting events that come to town. Yeah. We mentioned the Big 12 tournament mm-hmm. every year. Those are huge for you guys. But talk to me about you know the NFL draft coming here and then also with uh, what uh, David Ficklin and others are doing, trying to get the World, World Cup, Cup here in 2026. Yeah. I mean, those two events should be just huge for you guys. Yeah, so those are the types of events that put this destination on the map, international map, mm-hmm. right? Those are those opportunities where we take that who knew moment mm-hmm. and we take it globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's very exciting to be a part of that stuff, you know. Um, our job in the in in both of those are really supportive. I mean, we're just here to help support Kathy over at the the Sports Commission and and um, um, the fo- the uh, LOC that's working on the World Cup, mm-hmm. which I'm a part of. Um, and uh, to to be a part of that and help showcase this destination mm-hmm. to that large of an audience, you can't put a dollar figure on that. We're talking millions of tourists, especially mm-hmm. if you get the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen the numbers on that. We had the we had them on the show. You guys, it can't. You have to really put your best face forward, though. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't have any screw ups on national TV or any of right. those. That's our opportunity to really shine, mm-hmm. right? And it's going to take the the entire village, the whole community. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, from what I've seen, this community rallies around that stuff like no other. We do, and it'll be uh, it'll be awesome. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I am too. Gosh, seems like it's a ways off, but it's not mm-hmm. really. I mean, the mm-hmm. airport will be done in 2023. You'll have the NFL draft here. Mm-hmm. Um, World Cup 2026. I won't be too old. I'll still still know what's going on over there. You know, the players. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it seems like every year there's also been a sporting event to look forward to. Last year we had the figure skating championships. And August oh, yeah, Brian, Brian Boitano was yes. on the air. Yes. Yes. Gymnastics him. coming up. This August yeah. we have gymnastics coming up. So it, it seems that we're always, it doesn't have to be just March. We're, we're celebrating sports year-round in Kansas City. Yeah. So what, how many hotel rooms do we have currently? Do we know that, that number? Yeah, because no. I, I'm looking, I'm running the New York City Marathon this year. And I am very, I've been literally <laughs> looking for, my dad's coming with me, right? So he's yeah. never been there, okay. ever, and, which is crazy. And uh, I've literally, there's so many hotel rooms there, and it's such yeah. a big weekend. I finally just said, and I have a bunch of friends there, mm-hmm. and, you know, that are gonna. I, I've always stayed with friends or stayed at a, a apartment or whatever. Um, I just was like, I'm done. I'm just gonna pick mm-hmm. one. You know, it's like it, there's so many options. It's insane. Uh, and I looked at the number, and I was trying to see like how big is the biggest city in our country? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The amount of hotel rooms that they actually mm-hmm. have. I mean, it's hundreds of thousands. Yeah. And so Kansas City, what we're like? Yeah. If we look at our metro, we're just over fifteen. 15,000. Just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and, Which is and, great. I mean, and, and, you know, five years ago, I think we were closing in on 13. Okay. Or 12. So we've seen this great. And for us, that's a great number to be at. But uh, one thing, too, I remember when we were talking about these big events is you want people to be closer to the action, right? Sure. I mean, if I'm, if I'm coming here for the, for the NFL draft, no offense against KCK or Overland Park, but I, I kind of want to stay. Mm-hmm close to where i'm gonna have to go i mean wherever you travel and so a secret so do we <laughs> so so you're, yeah you're speaking like a meeting planner now yeah, yeah, yeah. top tier close-in hotel rooms is yeah. what everyone wants yeah and mm-hmm. uh, that was an issue one because we don't have uh 
you know, a subway here. Mm-hmm. We don't have a metro. We have the streetcar, but we don't have that form of transportation right. maybe where you can you can stay 10, 15 yeah. minutes away, get in the metro. Yeah, in New York, you could stay in Secaucus. It's $5 one way for one stop into Manhattan mm-hmm. on the train, right? Yeah, so that changes your whole mindset. Now, um, you guys did a market uh, – JL did a market study, a consulting company, mm-hmm. um, and about hotels right. and growth in Kansas City. Right. Talk to us through that um, because – I think there's some misperceptions about hotels and where we stand currently uh, in this in this region, especially in, in the Kansas City, Missouri area. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've I've spoken about this a, num- a number of times, mm-hmm. and I think my words have been twisted a bit. Uh, well, I think they have, too. The, and that's why I'm glad yeah, you're here. The hospitality <laughs> guy did not say stop building. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. be clear about that. Yeah. Um, what I suggested was that we need to be um, all of the development that this community did was for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And the way that we got it done, once again, was for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Because nobody was looking at Kansas City before when we talked about yeah. 13, 15 years ago. Um, so you had some great leadership in this community that said, hey, we've got we've to inject some, some, something in here to get developers to come and, and take a look. And we've done that. What I'm saying is, is that now we can be strategic. Mm-hmm. We don't want to stop building. I mean, we need to let our foot fall asleep on the gas and keep yeah. pushing this thing forward. Yeah. But let's be smart about it. Let's be strategic on what we build, where we build it, and when we build it. Mm-hmm. Because there's still need in right. this community for hotels. We just have to be smart on where we're going to put it, right? As right. long as there's demand for that, then let's, let's yeah, explore Where that. your economic drivers are, you know, where all that economic dollar is coming in. Sure. You should probably invest there. Um, and frankly, it's pretty amazing. How many, even the smaller hotels that have popped up uh, because of the market and yeah. a lot of people are building. And how cool is it we're having this conversation? Yeah, right. right? And that's why, that's why as a former politician and a person who's in public affairs now, it, we, we don't always have to create a problem sometimes. Right. Let's, let's be positive. It's great that uh, people are building things yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. Now, I get the fact that we don't need to build like, you know, like with the airport. Nobody wanted the Taj Mahal. They wanted mm-hmm. a nice airport. Right. You know, you got to be fiscally re- responsible, but at the Correct. same time, let's keep growing. Yeah, keep it going. And there's somebody or some people are trying to put a start and finish line yes. for development, yes. right? Yes, yes. There is no start and finish line. Not if you want to be a world-class city. Right. You have to just take a step back, reevaluate, and you might have to zig and go a different direction, mm-hmm. but we don't ever want to stop, right? We want to keep this momentum going. So we have 15,000 hotel rooms yep. in the market. How many are in kind of the central area? Do we know that number, Derek, or Jason? Is it? It's got to be a lot, right? We like to say 6,000 Yeah, downtown. it's a little slightly over. I was trying to run a number through my head. And it's, I think so, it's that, so that's to me, that's six, still an thousand. issue, though, because if you got 17,000 people <laughs> at Destination Imagination, mm-hmm. um, well, that's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of extra rooms you need mm-hmm. if they're yeah. going to be in the center so of that the one, area. So that one's a little unique in that there's a lot of kids. So they're, they're triples and quads. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're putting three or four kids in a room. So that's a little bit different. You know, our sweet spot is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, traditionally we would look at conventions that had anywhere between 1500 and 1800 rooms that they needed on a peak night. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, now that number's grown. Now we're looking at 2000 to 2500. So our, our reach is getting bigger. Uh, we're talking to groups that we've never spoken to before. They're looking at us because they, they couldn't before. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's given us a, a bigger, uh, uh, shotgun approach at, more business. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird too to sit here and talk about this because we all live here. 
So mm-hmm. we're not traveling in to stay at a hotel. Right. So if mm-hmm. you live here, you see all this building. You're like, oh, gosh, we have enough hotels. We have enough Class A office, which we know is for Class A office we don't have. I mean, it's just funny because I go to a lot of city council hearings in different parts of the city, and people see all these buildings that have lived there their whole life, and they keep seeing new ones. They're like, we don't have this many people, but there's this demand. It's right. there. I mean, yeah. and uh, if you've lived here your whole life, sometimes I think you forget like what it's like to stay in a Kansas City hotel and do that whole thing. Right. I had to do an event once. So I had to stay at a hotel while I was emceeing. I just, I just did it. It was like, wow, this is weird. You know, yeah. like staying in a hotel in your hometown is, is unique. I so think everyone should do it at least once. We we talked about having to change that perception for the external customer, right? Yeah. Those people are coming to visit. There was another perception that we have to change, and and I call it a psychological renaissance. Mm. And that's for the locals. Oh, yeah. We have to go through a transition here that we have to start believing that this destination, and we all believe it's cool, right? Yeah. There's a lot of pride in this community. Mm-hmm. But guess what? There's a lot of people out there globally that will find this destination incredibly attractive, mm-hmm. and they'll actually come here on vacation. I love it. Right? And like when you look at uh, China and Germany, mm-hmm. they've been to New York. They've been to D.C. They've been to L.A., Orlando, right? Sure. They're looking for real Americana. But Let's I'm get them here. You, welcome to real Americana. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them right? here, Jason. I want to continue after the break. More with Jason Fulvey and Derek Foss from Visit KC. Still seeing you grow more. Back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill. Final segment of the show on 980 AM KMBZ today. Also uh, on iTunes and on the website, grillnationshow.com. Joined again by Jason Fulvey, President and CEO of the uh, Visit KC, and Derek Kloss, Director of Communications. The website is visitkc.com. You guys do all different types of things. Um, when you're walking into these rooms to kind of talk about Kansas City or there's people coming here to kick the tires, you know, what, what are your kind of your key messages what are your key selling points i mean there's got to be three to five things that you guys go in there and you tell these people when they come here because they're getting recruited as you said by other cities and this is a very competitive market what what are those three things three to five things you really talk most about well i think that uh the visual is the is one of the key selling points right once they see it and they're blown away and then we start getting into the functionality of the destination right all of the assets that we have and people are really blown away about not not just the hotels but the museums and the attractions mm-hmm. that we have, the mm-hmm. history of this destination, a lot of people don't know that. And when you start talking about those things, that gets them excited mm-hmm. and really thrilled about the opportunity. And then when you add in all of the new development, when we're talking about the new shiny pennies, right, the Lowe's, the airport, those are things that get, get people's attention. Mm-hmm. And when you see that development, when you come into a destination, you see cranes in the sky, mm-hmm. people are blown away by that. They're excited to see that kind of stuff happening. They see progress when they see those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, Derek. If it's a national organization, it's very convenient to bring together your yeah. national membership in Kansas City. So just to give you some of the numbers, we're two and a half hour flight from either side of the country, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a very affordable living and cost of uh, doing uh, business here. Uh, 55 million people can get to Kansas City in a day's drive. That Those are attributes that other cities would kill for in the convention game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that when, is true. You know, you have as that many. impacts attendance, right? Mm-hmm. And and as their attendance goes up, and keep in mind those big conventions, that's their money maker for the year, right? For that association, 
And if their attendance numbers are up and we make it easy for them to get here, then their revenues are up too. I feel like that's something we haven't marketed enough, maybe, is our uh, geography. Mm-hmm. In whatever, whatever asset Airport's going to help with that. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah. Because you know, whether it's, it's uh, infrastructure, whether it's transportation, whether it's you know, logistics, I mean, being in the middle of the country is a, mm-hmm. is a positive. Absolutely. Um, what are you excited about moving forward here, Jason? You've been on this job now for, gosh, about seven, eight months, maybe? Yeah, eight yeah, months? A little over eight months. Yeah. Um, what are you excited about? I mean, as somebody that's, you're, you're kind of coming into this job, I think, at a, at a very good time. Right. Timing I mean, your is job, right. <laughs> this is probably why you could give it to your wife to, uh, to move here and get rid of that house that yeah. we all wanted to have. <laughs> but, uh, you have a good trajectory. I mean, yeah. what are you most excited about moving forward that the city's doing? That's and, really it. I mean, the progression that, that this city has gone through and where we're at. I mean, I, I believe this destination is on the precipice of something just amazing, right? Mm-hmm. We're about to ready to come out and have our cotillion. And <laughs> I'm excited about that. I'm excited to be a part of that. Yeah. and showcase this destination. All the hard work that everybody has done before I got here, mm-hmm. and then I get to take that and run out and tell everybody. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's, that gets me excited. That is awesome. Derek, what about you? Uh, from a national media perspective, I'm, people like USA Today didn't always take our call. you know. Uh, but now we can finally, people are interested in that authentic Americana story that Jason was talking about. People are hearing about this Kansas City buzz, this palpable uh, story that they want to tell. National media is, is tired of talking about those destinations on the coast. They're looking for new, fresh angles, and Kansas City fits that mix really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are who are our most competitive cities that we compete against from a pure city perspective for you, what you guys do? For conventions or yeah. leisure travel? For both. Okay. Break it yeah, down for, for us. For conventions, I mean, you're, you you can probably write like When you guys off, go right? to these cities and you're, the, you're in these, these rooms or these businesses or these groups, these associations, and you kind of know the three to five cities you're competing with or no? Yeah, it's the, the Louisville's, the mm-hmm. Columbus, the Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore, Nashville, uh, Denver, sometimes. Nashville. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Louisville, I mean, all of those destinations, those what we call kind of second tier destinations. Middle sized cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're competing with them. But I'll tell you the the uh, the landscape changes daily. There's a lot of destinations out there that are building the convention hotels, that are building new centers. Mm. Um, You know, Nashville, if you take a look at them 15 years ago, there wasn't much going on. And now look at Nashville. Nashville's moved past a lot of Why do you think that is? They invested a ton in tourism. They did. I know VML helped them at one level at some point with that. And I thought it was like, you know what? Like, it was frustrating as a Kansas City and that one of our star companies was had all this money to spend for Nashville. Yeah, Nashville sure. was really doing it. Uh, right. So they was really invested in it. That was, a, it that was a community effort. Um, mm. Both business, the political, and the tourism uh, industries, they all kind of rallied together. and They all got on the same page. And that's why it's so successful. And we see that here. That's, that's what makes us so successful. Mm-hmm. When this community comes together and rallies around something like a World Cup or an NFL, NFL draft, draft yeah. it happens. Because other people see that community effort uh, and that's the other thing that I'm excited about in, in being a part of this community is the pride that everybody has here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's infectious. And when when we can take that and go out and, and show that to customers, they buy into that because it's real. It's authentic. It's interesting. Um, I've been to Louisville many times or not many times, a handful of times. I got to know the mayor. He's an awesome mayor, uh, Greg Fisher. But their city is not feel to me as if it's, to the level that we are no. as far as a, uh, when you're downtown there, it just doesn't feel as like a biggest as we are. It's a great destination, right? Yeah. Uh, you, I, I'm not going to shortchange. Uh, they're good friends no. of mine that run it yeah, right? and they do a great job. But I think that 
the depth of our history here and mm-hmm. the the assets that we have, mm-hmm. um, there's only a few destinations that have that. Yeah. So I would put us with the aspiring to continue to compete with the Nashvilles and the Denvers and the mm-hmm. Austins, those types of cities. And, you know, Columbus is about the same size as Kansas City, I think, as far as population. Yeah. So a lot of people forget about it. And Columbus is on the rise. It's a great destination, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of those, right? A lot of those second-tier destinations that are coming into their own. Because, like we talked about, people are looking for something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things, Jason and Derek, that you think that we could we could do better on as a city? What are some of our assets that we should improve upon if we want to continue to be um, next level and grow and, and prosper mm-hmm. and, and, and in your world? Just, yeah. I'm not talking about what the mayor's race is talking about. I'm talking about in your civic world and a convention and tourism business. Uh, what can we improve upon? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a tough question because, like I said before, I don't think that we have an asset problem, mm-hmm. right? Um, we certainly want to keep our eye uh, open for other development and things that are going to draw people in. Um, I mean, look at all the things that have happened around Union Station mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, Crown Center area. Um, but obviously the street carding expended would be But helpful. yeah, expanding that. Um, and, and, the, and what I'm about to say also impacts the, the community at large too. I mean, we, we do need to look at uh, infrastructure and uh, transportation mm-hmm. um, because all of that helps us too, right? Uh, when people can get around and, and we expand that streetcar and it gets down to um, Country Club Plaza, and it runs to perhaps the casino or beyond. If we could get light rail that runs out to the airport, um, not only we does could that, get a hyperloop, <laughs> we get a hyperloop, right? But all of those things help the community, yeah, right. It helps yeah. grow and it helps bring jobs in and all of that, but also helps travelers get around easier too. So I think that uh, infrastructure is in, an area that that I know that people are focused on. Uh, have a lot of great conversations with uh, Joe Reardon and Tim Cowden and mm-hmm. and all of the folks looking for economic development in the community. Um, so I think we just need to continue those conversations. I would agree with that. Anything else to add, Derek, to that? Uh, kind of on the lines of what we were saying earlier, being about being less humble, you know, embracing that Kansas City confidence, uh, forgetting Midwest modesty at the door, and just starting to walk the walk and talk the talk, uh, own the city we are. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, to Derek's point. It's uh, it's a very humble community, very proud and very humble. And we're not a, a group of of uh, people that stand on the mountaintop and pound our chest and say, "Look at me now." Mm-hmm. It's time. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the attitude. Jason Fulvey, Derek Kloss, visit KC. The website is visitkc.com. Appreciate you coming on the show today, and uh, what a fascinating conversation. Thanks for your time, both of you. Thanks, Thanks you, Jason. Sir. You've been listening to Grill Nation. I appreciate you joining us each and every week. We'll see you again soon. Take care.